0: Hello and welcome to Heller Radio. I'm Nora Rose.
1: And I am Sally. And we need to talk about Destiel. <laughs> <laughs> but this is going to be a special edition of this podcast because when we are recording this, it's uh, Sunday, September right? September 5th. Yep. Yes, yeah, Sunday, September 10th anniversary, 10th month anniversary.
0: Oh and my god.
1: It, and it's right after Saturday, the fourth of September, where yep. the yeah, the probably now already famous uh MementoCon took place. And we yep. are gonna talk about that I guess because ten yeah, because months we're after... feeling a little too insane to talk about normal things. <laughs> yeah, normal. and also like <laughs> and also like it has been 10, 10 months. And new stuff still like you know like we still keep learning still coming, and it's it's not I don't think it's ever gonna stop honestly. So yeah, we're gonna kind of try to you know like get it all out of our systems, I guess. Here at your, we're gonna try. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Anyways, yeah. um, So let's start at the beginning of (laughs) what happened this week, which was, um,
1: Misha Collins got a TikTok. Right. (laughs) Yes. I'm still so proud that I didn't download TikTok because of that. I just only saw the video, like, posted elsewhere, not on TikTok. (laughs) Did you see it? Yes. (laughs) Of course you saw it. Yeah.
0: What am I thinking? (laughs) Um, listeners, if you haven't seen it, go to TikTok now. God damn it. Um. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, strips behind a curtain. That's yeah. really all <laughs> you need to know. But I mean, you have to see that, really. You can't, you can't just take my word for that.
1: <laughs> and I think that was like Friday, right? Something and- like that. And then on Friday, also, like, as we already know, that the the Bridgewater podcast also drops every Friday. Which
0: I haven't listened to the
1: latest episode yet. Good thing, good that that, that, that you said that, because I have, and it's, I mean, I'm going to just say it, it ends on a cliffhanger.
0: (laughs) I've heard, I've heard that it's a good one. Um, It is a good one, yeah. yeah. no, I've just had a crazy weekend. Um. And then uh, Jake Abel is my goddamn hero. <laughs> right. I oh. saw this and I was like, what is happening? What didn't
1: it no? This is a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the entire thing he posted, like the video, is just so well. I mean, he's an actor, but it's so well acted, okay? It's very, oh my God! It's so entertaining. Like, I am not one of the people who is, like, into Michael, uh, Adam. <laughs> uh, but, but it is just so good.
0: It would, I just, and, and the fact that he just straight up went there with the, the, who did you enjoy being inside more? <laughs> right
1: you have to rephrase <laughs> insane and then the fact that the fact that, like the, the label on the packaging for the hot sauce literally says like hotter than the fancy red or wrote right. or something I mean, they know they know who the audience is like come on and they're, they they yeah
0: I, I saw a post after that dropped that said Misha Collins walked so that Jake Abel could run and <laughs> smash through that NDA like
1: a like the goddamn Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it is insane. I think uh, I think Jake is also at the con, though I haven't heard more crazy stories from him yet. Not <laughs> but yet. There's still, yeah, today evening, so We'll see. But we have heard enough other crazy stories from this con, right? From uh, Misha alone. Yeah, but before we go into that, I just want to, because it kind of follows our last episode, I just want to get into this and say that what Rob uh, talked about, right? Yes. uh, yeah, so basically, listeners, Rob confirmed that uh, Chuck was originally a prophet, and then God possessed him. Right, took his body as his vessel, as God's vessel. So I yep. guess this kind of so kinda... Brooks' theory, yeah, spot on. Yeah, so now we know this. I is... still,
0: I still really want to know when it happened, though. You know,
1: yeah. It's especially if you if you think that raw uh, shit that Chuck in in uh, uh Endverse is still Chuck, right? So Antwerp yeah. is set in twenty fourteen technically. Uh-huh. So you know, like it should have been after that, but then the entire timeline got fucked up, anyways, and they yeah. never went to Endverse. So like, who knows? Not us. Yeah. Unless somebody talks about that at the con tonight <laughs> mm-hmm. or today. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so, and w- yeah, we got crazy stuff from Mark, who, uh, Mark Shepard, um, who uh, still has uh, the Krabi um, kiss on his phone. <laughs> um, oh.
1: I just love him so much for that. Like. <laughs> did
0: you see? Did you see <laughs> Jim's
1: I, response to that? <laughs> I saw. I saw. And just like the fact that he will just randomly take out his phone and like always like display the kiss. It's just yeah, so yeah. entertaining. Oh
0: man, and yeah, and great stuff from everyone. Um, and then do we want to just jump into Misha or do you have more to say? No, no, we we can't (laughs) jump jump into (laughs) Misha. So, so, um, we realized last convention, which was a couple of weekends ago. Yeah. Um, after the fact that Misha specifically told them no
1: moderators. And to us, Chad did sound like he wanted to talk to, about something, yeah. something we talk about here.
0: Mm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so but we didn't apparently people didn't realize that at the convention
1: i mean to be fair when you are at the convention it's so much stress and so much excitement you just like you're all the time in in overdrive so that's fine like
0: well and a lot of people have questions already prepared that they want to talk about you know and even if something else were to come up they they've got this question that they've been preparing on for you know yeah months even and yeah so We're not judging anyone who was at that first convention and didn't ask questions, Um, especially now that people are asking questions. (laughs) Yeah, it's like (laughs) season is... it's open, like... And and the greatest thing is, first person who asked a question, Misha was like, you know, this used to be on the no-no list,
1: (laughs) right? So that literally just... That actually just really shows that him uh, asking not to have a moderator was exactly for that purpose on yes. at the con, right? So yeah, yeah. Just shout out to Discon's moderator. I I saw like somebody uh, took a video of it. It's on YouTube. Probably mm-hmm. everyone who is listening to this right now has already seen it. Uh, and like the moderator at Discon is so nice. Like, she was genuinely nice, and she asked so a couple of very interesting questions I found. So, that's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so he just, like, you know, he answered the question, and the question was... Um, Okay, I just went blank. What exactly, what was, how was the question formulated? I just don't want to, you know. I don't
0: remember exactly how it was said. And there were two Destiel questions. And I don't remember which one was which. But one of them was, um, at what point did Cass uh, recognize his feelings? Um, And I think the other one was, at what point did Cass recognize his sexuality.
1: Yeah. Yeah, one uh, one of, yeah, one big thing was that, I, I don't remember if it was a direct question or not, but it was uh, if Cass knew that uh, he was loved. Yes, by, that too. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, and but the but the bit specifically about Dean was definitely directly related to was that wasn't even in response to one of the questions. I don't think, Um, and I could be wrong about this, guys. I apologize. (laughs) I'm running on very little sleep (laughs) and a lot of
1: excitement, so that yes fries your brains, right?
0: Yes, yes. Um, But uh, he, he, the, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it. The (laughs) most important thing that Misha said yesterday was Cass could see the love in Dean's eyes. Yes, (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Well, I kind of have like mixed feelings about that, honestly. Um. Yeah. Yeah. How so? I mean, I mean, good for him, I guess. But we as an audience also deserve to see that. Oh, I yeah, feel like, for sure. Yeah, I feel like um. I think like I'm not gonna like say anything uh, rude or or, like uncalled for i mean obviously like this is not me blaming misha in any way or something i mean but like the way he explains the entire thing about the environment and the way he i mean because he said that like uh they he didn't even think that the network would have the guts to go there you know and yeah Yeah, with the confession and everything, and uh, that he is happy that he his character uh, uh, has had the end. I mean, the story ended for him where the way it ended because it was liberating for him, and he thought that that uh, his time on the show kind of had purpose that way, right? Uh, Yeah. But uh, and I understand that, but like that's still like the bare minimum, okay. Oh, yeah, for right. sure. But
0: I mean, okay, remember how I said that I, when I left the supernatural fandom back when Charlie died, I said that I would never return to the fandom unless Destiel went canon. Yes. <laughs> and here you are. And here I fucking am. <laughs>
1: Ruined okay. my fucking life! <laughs> I feel I feel like they specifically did that. Like specifically to you, you know, like just They were targeting narrows
0: <laughs> yeah. Because seriously, I said that because I thought No, this is never gonna happen.
1: But also what are your thoughts about other stuff? This extra man has said <laughs> during this con yeah when, go uh, on yeah i mean he because he he went on and on about how cast was cast okay how cast like the like himself and the producers and the writers and a big chunk of the fandom was in denial we're in about denial yeah we're in denial be, uh, about being in love i'm I mean, casting and dean on the whole thing. yeah Right?
0: And like Well, okay. I just have to say for the record, denial is a great place to live about the finale.
1: (laughs) I feel like you are getting possessed by Misha. (laughs) This is not this. This is not related to the question, but yes. Fair Um, okay,
0: well, see, I'm very conflicted about it because I do think, I do think that it took, I, okay, genuinely, I think it took Cass a very, very long time to recognize that he was in love with Dean. And then once he did figure it out.
1: He I do think he shut. was.
0: <laughs> yes, and I do yes. think he was in denial about it because he didn't think that there was any way that this could happen. So the only way to cope with that overwhelming feeling of being in love with someone who's never going to love you back is to just fucking ignore it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but like. I don't know. I the thing I'm kind of conflicted about it, is that um, he said something about uh, you know the environment not being, uh, I mean, him being cast being in denial because of the unwelcoming environment he was in in regards mm-hmm. to you know, coming out and sexuality and whatever. And I don't know, you know, like because like he casts does say that he is I mean at the beginning he that he is uh, he doesn't care about sexuality right he is what, what's the quote yeah know, yeah whatever
0: I'm utterly uh, indifferent to sexuality to,
1: yeah yeah right and then I, and I, I don't know I just I don't he see his struggle so much associated with like the environment. I mean, unless the environment is literally Dean, <laughs> you know, like, the only yeah. person. No, if I think... Yeah. You know, because because the way it sounded, it's like, oh, you know what? The hunter community is so homophobic. And, like, they are not. Yes. Like, we have literally seen gay hunters, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is but, not but homophobic. Still... Okay, but here's the thing cast learned about the world through Dean's eyes and the way Dean sees it he is still surprised every single time he runs into <laughs> someone who's not straight right yeah yeah so maybe that's what we're going with here is is that because Cass learned from Dean yeah. Granted, in reality, the hunter community is very accepting. But that's not the way the cast learned it to be.
1: You see what I'm getting at here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I do. I do see it. It just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, thing- I mean, I agree with this, uh, obviously, yeah.
0: The thing that broke my heart was when he said that, uh, what, how, what did he say exactly? He said that he just found it, um, really heartening that the response wasn't an immediate, fuck you, from yeah. Dean.
1: Yeah. That he he said that like the, the fact that it wasn't that was profound, and I was like, "Yes, my man, Dimitri, that's fucked up."
0: <laughs> it's so fucked up.
1: It's so fucked up. I mean, obviously, I think I think what I'm trying to communicate here is that everything he said was his perspective. Like he obviously, like it couldn't be other way, but. It, it can't be other way, but like I feel like everything, like for example, saying that that the hunter community was homophobic. I think what he actually kinda okay. I'm gonna just say it, that like probably like the network is homophobic and not exactly the hunter community. You know what I'm and and yes, uh, because like oh yeah, because if you watch. This show, like, there is no way, no way that Dean could have s- told Cass to fuck, fuck off, you know? To fuck the off, moment. yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that. I mean, everything they went through, that's, I mean, Dean could be homophobic, like, 100%, but, like, he wouldn't just say that to Cass, like, he just wouldn't. It's, I know, the... Okay. <laughs>
0: kind of makes me think of um way way back uh i think it was during the destiel wedding so back like february uh someone said something about breaking the fifth wall yeah and i i'm obsessed with that concept
1: yeah I mean, this entire show is kind of... The fact that we are sitting here and just, like, talking about opinions of some guy who, like, literally acted a character and has, like, actually nothing to say about it. I mean, his opinions are just as valid as mine and yours, okay? Like, honestly. I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, like, with this... I just
0: think... I just think that the... Interpretation of an actor is extremely important to. I mean, without the portrayal of the actor, without the interpretation of the actor, you're going to get a completely different story.
1: I mean, obviously, I agree. This is why I also think that it is bullshit when he said that he hasn't been acting. As because Cass was in love with Dean from like early on and he only started to act like that yes. in season 15, which doesn't make sense. I'm very sorry, well, but no. Okay. But baby steps, let's give him a little
0: time to get a, Acclimated to the fact that we're now talking about Destiel at cons. <laughs>
1: right. I mean, he has been acclimated. He started talking about destiel at cons. Like this, he is the patient zero here. Okay, no, wait wait for a second. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a break. So the thing is that usually you, you are you are saying that as from like from from an actor's uh point of view, right? And yes. I am I am sort of a screenwriter, like I have written screenplays before and scripts most of not screenplays. But like what we what I was told and the way I know this is that <laughs> is that um basically when you have like a show, everything else except what's on the screen like shouldn't it be taken into account. Like if it was some intention that was never communicated on the screen and or some comment a writer uh, said or an actor said like that has like literally no bearing because you experience only what's there, right? I mean normal people experience only what's there. We are crazy bunch of Okay.
0: There, right? Okay. Now we're getting into debate ter- territory. Um <laughs> Do you do you write prose as well? Uh yes, sometimes. Okay. So do you have like backstories for characters that don't make it into the story? Yeah, sure. Are those
1: canon? Uh I mean no. Why? <laughs> <laughs> do you do when you read a book okay like it literally has it doesn't for what what what's in notes of like a writer does not form your opinion on the story and on the book right i mean i'm just i'm obviously there's like an no, no winner and no no like right and no wrong in this we are just like discussing this right but the way oh, yeah, i for say, sure. For sure. Anyway, I think I think what you're taking away from a book is literally what you read, and only the things that are in the book, right, and not something else like, for God's sake, I don't know. So what
0: about what about like, um, like uh, Tolkien, for example? You've got his main, you've got the Cimmerillion, you've got the Hobbit, you've got the Lord of the Rings. But then yes. you've got all of these additional things that were then later published by his son. Are those canon? Mm.
1: Good question. I don't know. I mean, did, did, did Tolkien want to get to have them published? That's the question. If he If he had thought that they were so important to have them out, then they would, uh, he would have, you know, like included them in the original books, I guess. But obviously, like, the universe can expand and other things can come up like, that's, that's not, 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 not something but like, uh, until it's published, you know, until it's said, and it's until it has reached it, the final form. Like, why is Tolkien's interpretation of something he has in these notes that he hasn't published like why does it have more weight than what I think the backstory for those Tolkien characters are like I don't understand that and I, I do not believe that
0: okay <laughs> I I will I will uh, see your interpretation and disagree with it. <laughs>
1: I feel like this is the, uh, the biggest out-
0: thing we disagree
1: on. Yeah, no, no, no. There, uh, there are many other things we know, <laughs> For one, I think Casmic should have been the end game. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but, shout out to Casmic shippers, by the way. <laughs> okay. Back on track. What? You want to say something?
0: I I do want to say that it does hold Misha saying that does hold a little more weight at least to me and from what I've seen to others on Tumblr um when we consider that Misha is not the type of person to make a statement like that without knowing that that is also jensen's interpretation
1: yeah i agree i was actually gonna agree with everything i was just gonna like you know like go i say why i agree why why supernatural is like an exception from that rule rule. i have because like because you started talking about the uh, uh, fifth wall and like Taking down, mm-hmm. the world, et etc. I do not think that Supernatural can be like, you know, actually, contained. Like, contained and consumed as like separate media from its cast and fans. This and is so why on, we're right? here, right? So, yeah, <laughs> this is why. Because when I watch other shows, like you and me both watch, uh, have seen Black Sales, like I do not care what what the actors there have to say like I genuinely in my heart yes. believe this what I think is just as relevant as what what the actors think right but like this show is crazy I mean supernatural yeah. and it's just you know it can, well, I, and I think thing. I think it also has to do with
0: the way the fans interact with the actors is so unique there's there's more of a personal relationship there than there is with any other fandom
1: i mean that also definitely comes from like having been i'm from stretching over 50 years i mean it's, that's like yes there are there are people who have watched the show for longer than like half their lives which is insane yes. if you think about it yeah <laughs> right? Yeah, so that definitely that familiarity definitely comes from that, and then a lot of it comes from like the specific cons existing and like mm-hmm. it, like happening yearly, and Misha being the way he is, I guess.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. So I th- uh, the thing I was gonna say is that I I do give in the end I do give Misha's opinion more, opinion more credit than I would give any other actors any on any other show because. Exactly because well, uh, and
0: also I was I was saying sorry. I keep interrupting. No. I'm just very excitable. <laughs> um, I was also saying to a certain someone who is listening to this, um, that um, <laughs> I will serious? not name names. Um, <laughs> that in this fandom. The actors' opinions, we trust and hold more weight in those opinions than the writers, the showrunners, any of those people. We do not trust the writers or the showrunners at all. There are a couple of writers that we trust, but (laughs) we trust the actors so much more than anyone else involved.
1: And I'm saying that's not normal, (laughs) but it's okay. I agree. (laughs) I agree it's not normal. (laughs) Because, you know, like, you usually do not ask an actor about, uh, about, uh, you know, like, those questions about characters of... uh, um, personalities of characters usually go to writers right but because supernaturals writers are all over the place you can't do that and i think i have said on this podcast before that like actors acting is the only continuity those characters have you know especially oh, for sure yeah especially dean's character is like the first one that comes to mind when i yeah. think about that uh, and yeah, that's exactly the reason because they are for me, the supernatural actors are just as important as writers because like in in ways, they did as much writing with their acting as writers usually do, you know, so I, they kind of, you know, yeah, they are on well, that level. the amount of
0: the, the amount of sway they held as we found out today specifically with mark Shepard and his last episode
1: oh i don't know that i missed it Tell oh
0: me. okay so um he got the script for his last episode and he was extremely unhappy about it and so he emailed dab who's mm-hmm. the writer and was like i'm not okay with this and so dab right. wrote this wrote this beautiful monologue for Crowley and it ended up being cut and we got the shit ending that we did. And I say this as someone who is not exactly a fan of Crowley.
1: (laughs) I love Crowley.
0: (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I like Crowley and I fucking love Mark Shepard, but Crowley's character got shafted.
1: Yeah. Well <laughs> sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. That's the On this show. the show. Faith on the show, I feel like. Yeah. Anyways, um so okay, I have this this big question and it's coming and I'm just yes. gonna gonna ask like Do it. Main question I have here: What do you, do you think like Cass knows he, what he's feeling is being in love in the man who would be king, or like when does this? You know, I mean, for for I mean, to be in denial, you have to acknowledge it as at first, right? I mean, in what if you don't know, then what are you denying, right? <laughs> That's yeah. how it works. So, yeah, you I think, so you don't agree. So don't think he knows. And this makes that episode so much more well, sad and makes me so much more crazy.
0: When you throw in denial in there, I haven't I haven't quite sat down and figured out where denial fits in with my headcanon timeline of <laughs> realizations, falling in love, yada yada yada. Um my headcanon for when uh, what i've been saying but now maybe i should phrase it differently the way i've been saying it is uh when cass realizes he's in love but maybe i should f- phrase it as when cass accepts that he's in love uh is a really terrible moment actually <laughs> um, <laughs> oh i <it's-> don't. <laughs> It's when uh, Dean has the Mark of Cain, and they have that fight, and it's that moment where you think that Dean just killed Cass, and you look so furious. (laughs) This this is so bad. (laughs) Yes, that is that. the. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> the lead up to that, where he where Cass is saying, you know, if you keep going down this direction, even if you do manage to, yeah, be the only you know, one hold off, yeah, yeah. I will be the only one left. The, that that followed immediately by the almost kill. All right. That is the moment that I think that Cass accepts that he's in love with Dean
1: yeah okay it's so, yeah 10 out of 10 on this scale <laughs> of how terrible that is but yeah I was I was more I was actually thinking that the initial I, I'm kind of like I'm kind of obsessed with cast being human And I'm so glad me and Missy are on the same page. (laughs) I feel very validated, but I would have loved to have seen more of human Cass. But I also, like, I I, I think that up until Cass is human, he's feeling these things, but he obviously, like, doesn't know what it is. And then once he becomes human and those feelings don't go away, and they still persist because, like, going human is essentially mm-hmm. like a big deal and big change from like yeah yeah celestial being. <laughs> you know? And when they persist, I guess he just I I always thought he would have like you know like ruminated on it <laughs> more, I guess, and just just yeah. gradually.
0: Uh, Especially after being kicked um, out
1: yeah gradually come come to a conclusion but i don't remember if like being becoming human is after goodbye stranger right or is it yes. before yeah after, it's after. yeah that, that's that's great because i also think that in goodbye stranger he genuinely doesn't know what broke the connection yes i like that i like that <laughs>
0: yeah. he he realizes while he's human i like that i'll borrow that
1: <laughs> I'll borrow yours.
0: Let's do a swap. Okay, so we're talking all about Cass here. Can we talk? I know we haven't heard from Jensen, but we—I mean—we're talking about course, Destiel. Jensen. It's a two-way street. We have to talk about Dean some. Yeah, okay. <laughs>
1: I'm like I'm very relaxing, but okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not a relic, I'm just trying to so, like <laughs> channel, channel my I- inner tackles. Yes. <laughs> so, okay,
0: let's turn it around. When do you think, because we assume that Dean also went through denial. Hmm
1: when yeah this is the think... we are talking about yes yes <laughs> <short> yes
0: <laughs> when <laughs> do you think he realized and when do you think he accepted
1: um hmm, I honestly think uh that I don't know about realization but I Think that when Cass died, and he was basically the one to you know like wrap him in the. You think it was that late? Uh, I think the acceptance was that late. Uh, okay. About yeah, about that's like season fourteen, right? Season thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. Even, uh, but the realization was probably I don't know what. What's your take? You must have thought about that more than I have. <laughs> um
0: Well, okay, acceptance, I think. <laughs> okay, I I said You think it was that late? And my <laughs> my <laughs> my thought for acceptance is even later than that. Realization, I think, was um, actually, the episode that I just watched before recording this. Um, Eileen's first episode, the Banshee episode.
1: Wow, yeah, that's such a you know the, that's the one with the old lady that with Mildred. Oh.
0: Yeah, Where she says something about, you know, I can tell when someone's pining. And immediately after that, there's a scene with Dean trying to fall asleep. And he's just had this experience with Cass, who's actually Cassifer. And it was off and it was intimate. And he's also dealing with these weird feelings about Amara. And... Yeah. There's this scene at the end of the episode where he's trying to sleep and he cannot sleep and he sits up and I'm stealing this for the record. I am stealing this theory from Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> <This> <laughs> um, is very specific. <laughs> Sorry, this, somebody, is, this, is, this is not my theory. <laughs> um but uh he he. He sits up, and there's this look on his face that seems like realization.
1: Okay, yeah, my man Jensen could act that, I guess. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, and we get no explanation about it, you know. Yeah. As for acceptance,
1: what season I don't is that? Think what
0: that's season, season is that? eleven? Okay. Mm-hmm. yeah um as for acceptance i don't think it happened until season 15 the prayer
1: oh wow yeah yeah Ooh, <laughs> I, just... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love oh, how that's damn. all i have to say <laughs>
1: That is like, you know how... I mean, I have never... What's what's the name of that show? I have never seen the show Vikings. Okay, yeah. But there is this scene when, like... I, I literally don't know anything about the show. I'm just like, I, I'll i say that there are, like, these two guys. That one guy is a Viking, the other is a priest. This is mm-hmm. what I know. And the, the Viking has also wife. And it's like, it's very, you know, like... Are these two guys... In love, are they not in love? Whatever, they are brothers in arms or whatever. And then the priest dude dies, right? And then mm-hmm. there is this scene, and I think like a lot of people have seen it because it's like such an emotional scene. And my friend who watched this show uh, uh, sent it to me to, to watch it, and it's basically this Viking dude bearing the uh, priest guy and then like sitting down and crying and just like you know like talking to this dead, yeah. dead priest and I obviously like I haven't seen but I, I honestly cried watching that scene it's, like, it goes probably like three minutes or something and then Dean's, conf- uh, Dean's scene um, in Purgatory where he apologizes to um yes. Yeah, is exactly that for me. And the moment I saw that scene, I literally sent it to the same friend. It was like, you did this to me, now you have to suffer this scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cuz yeah.
0: I I I like the concept of him knowing and recognizing and all of that during the widower arc but i like the pain of him still being in denial about it during that even more
1: i just it's 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 very like there is no real real answer because like Dean is somebody it's it's so complex and so hard to say this for Dean, like a lot harder than for Cass because like for Cass they are kinda of like mirroring each other obviously because for Cass he can't recognize it because he doesn't know how what, what what's he looking for, right? Yeah. And and for Dean, like he also doesn't know what he's looking for because he has like never had a best friend and he always calls. Cast best friend and like, how does he know what entails? You know, like what feelings are associated with having a best friend, and what of those feelings are actually romantic, and what are what feelings are platonic, and it's it's all very mixed up. (laughs) Yeah. And that's what makes Dean so appealing, in my personal opinion, as a character, because I relate to that a lot uh, and uh, to his anger too. But this is not a therapy session for me, so we can move on now. <laughs>
0: what do you mean this isn't therapy?
1: <laughs> right. So, but also, I, I just, I think that uh, Dean. Um, Basically, um, oh, I just, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but I was, I was going to mention something that, that's, uh, that's kind of the same thing uh, from Dean's perspective as uh, the goodbye stranger scene. is from Cassis where he doesn't know that uh, he is in love, but he is actually in love. And Mm -hmm. Dean had a moment earlier, like that, but I don't remember what scene it was. It just flew out of my head. I don't know.
0: Was it the one where uh, Cass is
1: dying in the
0: like barn or whatever? No, no,
1: no, 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 no. No. That scene is actually a very interesting thing to talk about because, like, what even is happening there? Because there is like literal love confession there, right? Yeah. and, uh, but do you think, do you think uh, it's, Cass says it and like still doesn't know that it's romantic? Like he still doesn't have had his realization?
0: No, that's after, according to my headcanon, that's after he's had his realization.
1: Yeah, so, but also I just really, it's very appealing to me to think that Cass didn't have, his realization about being in love with Dean up until Empty, and I'm also stealing this from Tumblr, FYI, until until Empty told him that he would, you know, like the Empty would take him when he was experiencing happiness, Mm. finally. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was like, oh, my God, what is my happiness? And then when he he told about it, it's like this thing, you know? Yeah. Dean is my oh my god this is so cheesy okay let's <laughs> oh okay yeah oh man Who am okay I so
0: we will probably come back uh after break <laughs> um yeah. to talk about uh what's going to happen in a couple of hours our time
1: um hey okay okay let's make this fun Let's do a bingo. Like, say one thing that's gonna happen today in this sec- during this second. I um, mean, so channel one thing that I think actually will happen, or one thing that I
0: want to happen. I mean, you can do both. <laughs> okay. One thing I want to happen is I want someone to ask Misha about the J two fallout. <laughs>
1: okay, that's mean. Okay, but <laughs> also very relatable. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> we're entering some, like, turbulent territory here. <laughs> like, literally, it was a fault.
0: I'm a bitch who loves mess! <laughs> oh, God, okay. Um, What do I think will happen? I think... <sighs> I think Misha will say a lot of ums. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cheating. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You, you, you go and let me think.
1: Uh, one, thing, <laughs> one thing I wish uh, that would happen but isn't going to happen that we finally get to see the Jekyll tapes but that's not right. gonna happen right
0: <laughs> but at least i no, hope but seriously, when is the
1: next,
0: seriously when is the next um
1: in an hour probably.
0: convention no convention no. that jensen's in
1: right i wanted to see that too but then i didn't google because i was too lazy Um, I just hope hope he gets, he also gets all these questions whenever the convention convention is because I I honestly like as much as I love Misha and I really appreciate it how, uh, appreciate how open he is about these things. And I mean, he genuinely enjoys talking to fans about it. But like, I think Jensen deserves the same treatment. I mean, the bad and the good and the ugly, you Mm -hmm. know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's only fair. But also, I feel like we have to, I have to acknowledge here, so I am, I don't feel like I was mean, right, just just, just right now, that um, the actors are only put in this position on this show, because writers were a mess, you know, like, you do oh, yeah. not, like, I, I, I don't have any right to, like, ask actors to elaborate on characters, because that's... Well, ultimately not their job. It's not. Like, what they do, yeah, it's yeah. fun. but It is not something that we are going to, or we have the right to hold them accountable for. Because it is not part of what they do. Yeah. Okay. Disclaimer yeah. over.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so, did you look it up?
0: No, I didn't. I'm looking at, like, ideas for, like, what I think will happen
1: what i think will happen is that somebody's definitely gonna ask michael a question about casmic and uh i bet he's not gonna know (laughs) what yeah he's gonna have no
0: idea what what you're talking about
1: but yeah i think they're gonna explain it to him and a lot of hilarity will ensure and sure
0: Yeah. Um I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I, I, mean, I know we're gonna talk about Destio <laughs> and it's gonna be great, and I'm gonna go insane. And I'm so glad tomorrow's Labor Day because I am sleeping the fucking
1: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Thanks for labor, I guess. <laughs> uh,
0: especially coming from a non-American, that's even better. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Okay.
1: Anyway, See you guys after the break. Yep, <laughs> or hear you.
0: Okay, so that was a little disappointing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I think everybody in the fandom who was active and online yesterday would agree with that. Oh, or yeah. yeah, I said yesterday, so now you guys know that this is second part and we are recording this after um the second panel and second day of that con. So it's, right now is uh Monday, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean it is for me, for you too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but Yeah, I I guess I just wanted to talk about how this seems to happen again and again with this fandom, starting with November 5th, 2020, where something really, 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 really exciting happens, and we all get worked up about it, and then we're all excited about the (laughs) follow-through.
1: And it never comes. (laughs)
0: I think happens <laughs> yeah <laughs> the way I put it on Tumblr yesterday was and this might give away my Tumblr URL so scary <laughs> waters here um uh, <laughs> the way I, the way I put it was we are all Icarus flying too close to the sun
1: yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I have experienced that myself. I mean, that that high was what got me into watching Supernatural, and then I was disappointed, right? <laughs> right, it's the next week and the week, week after, I mean, right? Yeah, uh, well, I think we
0: even talked about in the first episode of this podcast that I got so excited after... Um, the, after 1518 that I actually ended up
1: watching the finale I, I yeah you know like a lot of people are saying that there was exactly there was the purpose of 1518 uh-huh. to get the views for the finale and I don't think that's I probably yeah that could very well be the reason you know knowing Which... how rating and stuff like that works yeah yeah
0: Which then brings me to the question of, do you believe the theory that yesterday there were plants?
1: (laughs) This is so funny to me. Honestly, um, like, being in fandom is a very weird experience because I honestly think at some point we become very paranoid about stuff that, like... Uh-huh. The moment you distance yourself from it, it's just ridiculous. Obviously, so I do not believe there were plants there yesterday. Despite I, honestly, the fact that, like, that people were lining up before they were told to, I I see that as like a coincidence or just like because. Okay, let's let's do this. Okay, let, let let's. Okay, I don't think that. People like normal people actually <laughs> care about this show so that much. Okay. I honestly do not believe that the uh, CW cares about this show so much that they would like have plants or whatever. Like nobody cares except like yeah. okay. <laughs> a couple I of care. thousand insane people, right, on the internet. Just to
0: play, just to play devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite candy? Really?
1: Hey, um, I, I, th- I I heard that those were questions that kids asked, and I mean it's fine. And honestly, okay. I don't know. People, we have to. I know it's hard from our perspective or, or from where we are, and I mean to accept. That are, yeah, that, that no, just to accept that there are people who are interested who are not interested in Supernatural because of Destiel, or uh, people who actually want to ask Misha personal questions over Destiel questions. He has a public phone number! <laughs> I know, but, like, I, I I just don't want to drag anyone. I think every, everybody has their right to... Ask whatever. Uh, That's it's true. their right to be boring. It's their right to know what, what misha's favorite candy is or what el- el- allergies he has. Uh, I don't know. People <laughs> are weird in different ways, you know? <laughs> so oh, I don't, I don't man. believe those were, those were plants. Uh, I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Honestly, like this show is over. If you think about it, or try to think about it logically. This show is over, which means that, like, technically, the interest would like go down, right? So those cons and whatever actors say is the only new thing coming out that's about the show. Mm-hmm. So those are the only opportunities that would technically generate some more interest, right? So why would the network don't use that or go against that, you know? Yeah. So there is, like, no logic there for me. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't see it. I, I what's, what's disagree your disagree with you. I, okay. I, I, I,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I can't disagree with you. I just am a person with brain worms and... <laughs> <laughs>
1: we matter (laughs) but at the same same time i mean i am saying i'm i just said that yeah logically thinking about it but like when you remember that they actually like conducted this whole thing about you know survey back in like season 11 12 yeah if if dean should have been made Made is a nice word, is in this Made bisexual, <laughs> yeah. whatever the hell, you know. And they decided not to do that. I mean, if they do stuff like that, I mean, that is quite insane if you think about it. Yeah, I I can't yeah. really I can't really recall any other anything like comparable that a network has done. You know.
0: Yeah, granted, I haven't ever been involved with a show that went on this long that had a f- fan base even close to this. Yeah, so I, think I don't know that it, it,
1: you know. I think the only thing for me that compares is probably the X-Files, but that run like mostly 90s and I was very young and so I don't really know the details. But... Well, I mean and you... like
0: the internet wasn't a thing really. I mean it was, but it wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, and yeah, dude, the, the way did that show like developed and everybody even though the, everybody literally everybody shipped Mulder and Scully, like they still mm-hmm. not didn't get, get together properly. So I do not think they run any surveys. Yeah. yeah. You know? Or they would have made them a more definite thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) At least we got, like, from yesterday confirmation for (laughs) cast makeshippers. (laughs) This is still so funny to me. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, that that was funny. Uh,
0: It it helps uh, forward the gay little angel storyline.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was a bad day for people who, <laughs> without shame, have been calling Castiel Dean sexual, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh man. We, we, I think we wanted to. Talk about, or you wanted to talk talk about uh, the whole, whole ordeal with the fifth wall breaks in relation to supernatural and the cast, or I don't know, just tell yeah. me. Yeah,
0: well, I think we did as much as we could, really, with what we had, and we didn't really get anything yesterday. Um, it does drive me a little bonkers. That the cast doesn't seem to recognize some of the major things that the fan fans do. Like the one thing we did get at a hint of yesterday was the the uh, fifteen nineteen phone call, right? But
1: he didn't actually answer the question. Yeah, you just said Cass. Did you mean Misha or were you going to say Cass? I don't know. Uh, Both. I mean, if we are talking about Fifth Wall, then... Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, the it's, same it's the same thing. I, it's, the same. It's, the same. it's the
0: same thing. Yeah, and... I am... Yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, no, I, I just... Uh, yeah, I... I I don't think Misha generally remembers a lot about supernatural, except <laughs> being tortured on the set. And for some reasons, he sees within. <laughs> huh. Uh,
0: yeah. We won't say anything more than that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is a respectable workplace. No, it's not. <laughs> Oh, happy Labor Day, by the way. We're not going to go that (laughs) far in this podcast. (laughs) No, I genuinely meant that he has, like, a shit memory, which is very funny. Yeah. Because Cass has, like, is an angel and should have, like, good memory. A fantastic memory, (laughs) yeah. Uh, He was there, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, I think my yeah. my 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 favorite thing in relation to the, to the fifth wall, uh, and I don't really know if this like counts or not. Mm-hmm. But what was that thing like? Uh, some movie Jensen did, where his character's love interest was also called. It's so funny. It's <laughs> so funny. I know. That was the
0: um, movie that's like a biopic for Marilyn Monroe and uh, he and Patrick Dempsey, who plays (laughs) real world Dr. Sexy because he's Dr. McDreamy. Yes. Yes. Um, The inspiration of Dr. Sexy, in case you guys, listeners, are not aware of that. (laughs) <laughs> and Patrick Dempsey's character was named Cass, and they were in a throuple with Marilyn Monroe. So that's
1: how it was. I was actually this is this is even funnier because like yesterday or like two days ago, I was listening to a interview like podcasting with Misha, and then he like went on talking about how he uh, tried to like construct his persona because he read this book about how merlin monroe did that <laughs> and he really wanted to have like a different public persona to his own and then he just gave up because it was too much work mm-hmm. um and yeah you just mentioned berlin monroe and i had just like that came back to me i guess <laughs> Yeah. Anything everything was leading up to
0: this guys. This is the point here. It's insane. <laughs> like I uh, yeah. And
1: do we also want to mention should... the, J, the J2? <laughs> uh the this disagreement <clears throat> I had recently over Twitter, the fallout, I mean oh we we hinted to that no no right but like that that's that, that, yeah that's too re- in relation to what happens in, in the french mistake
0: oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no. i forgot about that yes yes the french mistake predicted
1: real life so I mean, that's weird to be to be fair, they all work together, so they must know each other pretty well. Do writers? Yeah, and tell me, yeah, we did talk
0: about the French mistake yesterday, because Misha said that his character as Misha was not
1: such an crazy asshole? enough. Yeah, yeah,
0: and so he made him more of a douche.
1: He, he made him more of a douche, which is just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I, there, there was, I knew that. I think I uh, he spoke about it before yesterday, too, at some point. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of what he does is his character is not scripted. And, again, uh, I wasn't in fandom back then but apparently he uh, the tweets, we see him right yeah. uh yeah on the uh, in the episode he like literally in life like tweeted them and he yeah, didn't remember yeah. and that it was, but,
0: it was months before the fandom was like oh that wasn't <laughs> him just being weird <laughs> oh, oh man method thought yeah So, guys, uh, talk to us more about Breaking the Fifth Wall and how Supernatural and the cast of Supernatural does that constantly. Um, And uh, give us your reactions to uh, this weekend's convention and give us your predictions for upcoming conventions, specifically... I'm personally interested in your predictions for the first convention with Jensen again. I want to know what's going to happen, man.
1: Well, my bet is that nothing's going to (laughs) happen. I bet that it's going to be like I I, do. They. It'll be
0: interesting to see if Creation actually does have
1: moderators still. Oh, they're definitely gonna have them, especially for Jensen and Jerich, right? Are they having like
0: just if it's if it's what if it's Jensen and Misha? What if no, they do a
1: Jensen and Misha can uh, panel? They are not gonna do that because Jensen's panel is. What if they did? <laughs> That's called Jib. <laughs> no, they're not gonna do it. I'm
0: going to a creation convention in June. Don't ruin my dreams.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to... I'm going to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I
0: believe our next episode uh, was going to be and is still going to be... I believe the children are our future and changing channels. Um, So stay tuned for that uh this is going in place of that for this week um sorry if you were really looking forward to that we just have brain worms and couldn't help ourselves so (laughs) (laughs) love you guys thank you for listening to hella radio i'm Nora rose and i am sally you can find us on
1: Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram at Heller Radio. Theme music was provided by Kalua. Sound editing by Josh.
0: Give them hell, hellers. <laughs>
1: Let me cry.